Are you ready to take your leadership skills to the next level? Do you want to lead with confidence, inspire your team, and achieve your career goals? I'm excited to announce Lead Intuit is now offering leadership coaching. Picture this, 60 minutes of focused one-on-one coaching that will transform the way you lead. Whether you're a seasoned executive or just starting out on your leadership journey, Lead Intuit has the expertise and guidance to help unleash everyone's full leadership potential. With one-on-one coaching with me, you'll develop powerful leadership strategies, enhance your communication skills, build a high-performing team, and achieve your career aspirations. The website, leadintoit.co, is your gateway for us to work together and create a tailored coaching plan to fit your needs and goals. So don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to supercharge your leadership skills. Visit leadintoit.co, that's leadintoit.co, today. It's time for a coffee break. On this week's coffee break, I bring back the episode with Tim Scott, where we are talking about selfless leadership. And I brought back this episode specifically for the week of Valentine's Day, because the way that Tim explains selfless leadership is very much similar to servant leadership. And love is a cornerstone of servant leadership. This concept is so important. And I picked a clip from this episode where he talks about what his leadership style was like before he became a selfless leader and after. So you can really see clearly what a difference it makes for the team you're leading, your employees, and yourself. So I hope you enjoy shouldn't ever, ever expect recognition. The recognition they get is the success of their people. A hundred percent, right? And that's, it seems so simple, but like- It's hard. It's it's such a hard lesson to learn Mm -hmm. because we're all kind of wired to be self-seeking, right? Right. We're all kind of wired that I want you to think I'm amazing and I want to do things that impress you. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm going to do that. But in in a leadership role, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You need to take a back seat. You need to, you need to recognize who you have around you and then go get them recognized, go push Mm -hmm. them out, help, let them be successful. And, uh, and that's the way to accomplish things. Yeah. And that was, that was a, that was a, such a, such a great lesson that I learned and I'm still continuing to learn, right? I'm still Mm -hmm. continuing to develop that. And, uh, it's just, yeah, it's a lot more fun to go to work. What did, um, the person do to make you realize the different types of like servant leadership versus not a servant leadership. That's a, that's a really good question. It was, it was a, a combination of things. It was, you know, him just talking with me and just, you know, therapy for lack of a better word. And, <laughs> and to get me talking and saying things out loud to hear myself talk and to hear me, you know, express hmm. kind of my desires for what I want. And then for him to go, okay, you, Tim, you lead a ministry and all you're talking about is yourself, right? Mm-hmm. All, like, and all the words that are coming out of what, what other people can do for you. You're frustrated, Tim, because you can't get what you want because these other people aren't doing things for you, right? Mm-hmm. If you could only get your team to do things your way, things would be great. And they would do things for you. Everything you say is about yourself. When in reality, you're trying to make other people successful. You're trying to so you're in ministry, you're trying to help other people get where they want to go. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it was a combination of that. And then some, some long walks under some tall pine trees by a bayou in Southern Louisiana and talking and listening to God saying, you haven't figured me out at all because 
it, everything is about being selfless. Everything is about being selfless. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it, seriously for in that week, it was like a switch was flipped. But it, it's really hard too to like internalize that and completely switch gears. So how did you do that? Um, very humbly is the first thing, right? Very humbly. Um, and, and it's not, I would tell you, it's like a flip was switched in my understanding of what a leader was, but it's still, it's a, it's an ongoing process over years of becoming that leader truly and fully in every situation, right? Like, Mm -hmm. like I still have problems, um, where I'll get mad or I'll try to, to lash out because I want to control things or I want things Mm -hmm. to be about me. And I just have to remember, okay, I'm still learning a leader is selfless. Let's, you know, let's, let's do better next time. So Mm -hmm. yeah, please don't think that when that flip was switched that I completely changed, it was more, ah, okay. Now like my, my recipe is different. I'm going to go make this recipe over and over and over and over again until I get it completely right. Mm-hmm. But the environment's always changing. It might be more humid sometimes. It might be more dry. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. It's yeah. Ever changing, and you get have the to kind adapt. Of flower that I wish I had. Yeah. Right. Like it's always, it's always different. And so, um, in that kind of scenario, and even with like with me and my continual journey, like true north is selflessness, right? And so, as long as I kind of stay moving towards selflessness, servant leadership, I think I'm moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Um, have you read Brene Brown's Dare to Lead? No, but it's on like it's on my very very short list of books to get. Actually, I don't even know if it's in Dare to Lead. It might be one of her earlier books, but she talks about picking two values that you align yourself with, whether it's mm. for the next year, five years, whatever it is, and it makes it easier for you to gauge your actions and how you should take them by aligning them to your values. So like for me, I picked authenticity and courage, I think what, mm, last year. Yeah. Um, and then, so that's what it sounds like you picked. You picked selflessness and you aligned all your actions with that. Yeah. It's interesting. If you were like, as you were talking, I was like, Hey, if I had to pick two, I would pick selflessness and courage, right? Those would be <laughs> the two I would pick, right? Because even if you're not a leader of people, like we're all influencers, right? We're all right. leading something. The, you, your influence over others is so maximized when you're selfless rather than when you're like all about you. And so that, that huge. And then just the courage to, to, like, to be authentic and to take chances and to keep moving forward. I think those are the, those are connected. And I think that, and I think it takes a lot of courage to be selfless, to confront all of the things about you and uh, about me that are screaming, Hey, make it about you, make it about you, Mm -hmm. you know? Okay. So I'm going to ask you what you're going to have to dig deep into memories probably, Okay, but if you can, I'd love to have an example of what you consider your old form of leadership and then Mm. how you transitioned into your new form of leadership and why that was better. Okay. That's interesting. Boy, that's a good question. So my old form of leadership I would, um, I would get everybody in a room. So when I was directing a ministry at, uh, this multi-site church, I had a staff of about eight, 10 people. Mm -hmm. My kind of typical MO when we needed to put an event together or plan for, um, what we were going to teach for a semester or whatever, I'd get everybody in a room. I'd have all the eyes on me. I would stand up in the front of the room with a whiteboard and I would lay out exactly what we were going to do. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. 
And then I would point, you're going to do that. You're going to do that. You're going to do that. And it was very directive and it was all my ideas. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I would come up with, here's what we're going to teach. Here's how we're going to do it. Here's what it's going to look like. And here's how we're going to execute it. And my expectation was that they would all think that my idea was amazing and that they would throw their talents in behind it and they would, they would do it to the fullest of their ability. And then I would look like a genius. Um, <laughs> and, and I would tell you, we like, we would do that. And these things that we would do, they would not turn out exactly as my brilliant mind would conceive it. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And my team would get frustrated because I felt like I'm this, Hey, I'm this super friendly, easygoing, great guy. They see me as a little bit, you know, dictatorial and directive and inflexible and um, kind of, you know, arrogant mm-hmm. because I, I know, and this is, and at the end, when this wouldn't work out the way I wanted to, well, why didn't y'all do this the way I mm-hmm. felt this should be, right? Mm-hmm. It's not my fault. My vision is it's perfect, right? Mm -hmm. Y'all's execution of this was terrible. It must be y'all's fault. And that was kind of my old, and and like, and I I make that sound like I was this terrible person. (laughs) Some ways I was, but, but you were learning. I was learning. learning, Right. (laughs) And so, so now, um, you know, transition to this new recipe, this, I'm I'm trying to be selfless. It's, Hey, let me sit at this table with you. Mm Mm-hmm it's so much easier at Southwest because it's such a culture thing, Mm -hmm. but let me just sit at this table with you. Let's put up on the board, the problem we're trying to solve. Now, what do y'all think? Mm -hmm. Why don't you help me walk through this? What do you think? What do you think? Well, do you give me, you know what? You're really good at this aspect of it. Let's talk about what you think and you know, from your perspective and, and then let's work together to come up with the idea of how we're going to tackle it. And then let me spend time with each one of you, you know, individually knowing your strengths and skills and how that relates to this problem we're trying to solve and encourage you and plug you into the right uh, situations for you to go and solve this, to work this solution that we came up with together. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's going to be times in there where I, where a leader ha- or I would have to step in and go, you know what, I'm going to decide this. I'm going to decide that we're going to do this. Just because, you know, there's different decision points that just require someone to make a call. Right. But the whole process of deciding where we're going to go and deciding how you are going to plug into it is much more collaborative and is much more about what you want to accomplish, what you want to get out of Mm -hmm. it. You know, I was telling uh, another Southwest leader, we were talking about um, just how we're working from home now, right? For the Mm -hmm. last hundred days. And how it's kind of hard to stay connected with your team, right? right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll have a one-on-one with someone on my team. And we'll just talk about, you know, how they can't go to the donut shop anymore or just or whatever right. for 20 minutes, right? And sometimes it seems a little counterproductive. Mm-hmm. But in reality, um, and this, was a, this is a, was a big learning for me, anytime you spend getting to know someone on your team, it's valuable time. It's time well spent. I love that. The more you know the people on your team, the better you're going to lead them and the more effective you're going to make them. Mm-hmm. So even if you just talk about, you know, whatever for 20 minutes, I, I know them better. I know how to get them where they want to go better. Mm-hmm. Anytime you spent getting to know someone is time well spent. And, and so now instead of me saying, 
my vision, your role in it, go do it. It's, a, I'll lay out kind of, you know, what we kind of need to do, but it's mm-hmm. our vision together. And then it's me knowing you well enough to know how getting you plugged into this part of the project helps get us get the project done, but also helps get you, gets you where you want to go next. Mm-hmm if that makes any sense. That makes total sense. And it really is. Thanks for listening to another episode of Lead Into It. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean a lot to me if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to help future listeners. If you want to learn more about the podcast or me, go to leadintoit.co. That's leadintoit.co. Thanks again.